Please be seated. The early church, the disciples were on fire after the day of Pentecost. Because the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came, they all became very bold to speak about Jesus. And so much so, there was uh, so much miracles taking place. When Peter just walked, his shadow just has to fall, and people got healed. And that kind of miracle, suddenly the Jews, they got afraid. They said, if we don't do something, this group is growing too fast. Too many followers. And so they called them, threatened them, put them in the jail, and did all kinds of things to them. But God was with his people. We must understand the third day Jesus rose again. So he's alive. The moment we mention his name, anyone calls his name, we introduce somebody to trust somebody about Jesus, and the person calls, just have to call. Wherever you are, he immediately hears his name and he'll answer because he's alive. And so what happened was, at that time, the Sanhedrin were the high council, where all the Jews, the high priests, and everybody there. And so they were thinking, what can we do with these people? They're doing so much. They're going and, you know, getting a lot of converts. And there was one Pharisee by the name of Gamaliel. I will read this passage. It's found in Acts chapter 5, verses 33 to 39. Acts chapter 5, verses 33 to 39. I will read this. When they heard this, they were furious and wanted to put them to death. But a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the law, who was honored by all the people, stood up in the Sahedron and ordered that the man be put outside for a little while. Then he addressed them, men of Israel, consider carefully what you intend to do to this man. Some time ago, Thaddeus appeared, claiming to be somebody, and about 400 men rallied to him. He was killed. All his followers were dispersed. It all came to nothing. After him, Judas, the Galilean, appeared in the days of the census and led a band of people in revolt. He too was killed and all his followers were scattered. Verse 38, Therefore, in the present case, I advise you, leave this man alone. Let them go. For if their purpose or activity is of human origin, it will fail. Verse 39, But if it is from God, you will not be able to stop this man. You will only find yourselves fighting against God. Today I want to speak about the Holy Spirit. Today morning, Pastor Joseph came and said, I'm going to speak about the Holy Spirit. I said, oh, we both didn't talk to each other and didn't ask what sermons we are going to give. That means the Holy Spirit wants, wants both of us to talk about Him. Give a hand to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. This Gamaliel is the one who also trained Saul 
who later we know him as Paul. So he was a very well-known, well-honored teacher. But he said a very interesting thing. He said, there were leaders who came, but the leaders, if it's of human origin, they won't last for long. But he said this, you just leave them alone. If it is from God, you're fighting God. Don't play. You're fighting God. Now you see, very interesting. When they made this decision, they were looking at Jesus as a human being. Because Jesus came and then he lived. So there were many of them who could have even told them, No, I've seen him. I've seen Jesus. I've seen him do miracles. So there were witnesses there. But they didn't know that actually Jesus' power was a camouflage power of the Holy Spirit. And that is what I want to speak. You know what is camouflage? In war normally, they must learn how to camouflage. Sometimes you can see in the war films, if they're going in a thick jungle, all their hats, they'll put some green leaves and put all kind of colors so that they'll blend together with the green. And they can't be seen. And actually, we see Jesus' ministry, Jesus' ministry camouflaged by the Holy Spirit. Now, the readers can read for me these verses. Luke chapter 4, verses 1 to 2. And then verse 14 and verse 18. Luke chapter 4, verses 1 to 2. Then verse 14 and verse 18. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, written from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the desert, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. Verse 14. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and the news about him spread through the whole countryside. Verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and to recover of sight for the blind and to release the oppressed. Very interesting when we read the Bible, when we go to the Old Testament, we see God dealing with his people. Then when we come to the end of the Old Testament, and then we come to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the Gospels. Every, that four Gospels introduces Jesus and tells all about Jesus. Then, from the book of Acts, you can see, it's all about the Holy Spirit. It's beautiful the way our God is. And beautiful the way Gamaliel, in his wisdom, says, don't go, if this one dies off, it dies off because then it is human origin. But if it continues, this is, you're playing, you're standing against God. And we must understand this. Today you and I are filled with the Holy Spirit. A camouflage power within us, do you know? John the Baptist says, said, I baptize you with water for the repentance of sins. But the one coming after me, he says, is the one who's going to baptize you 
with water and the Holy Spirit and fire. So he was telling about Jesus. He was telling about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit is not physically can be seen. The way the Holy Spirit even entered, uh, came on the day of Pentecost was like a mighty rushing wind. If you and I, at the moment, how much air can you catch next to you? How much air do you have next to you? We know there is air, but I cannot catch the air. How am I to catch the air? I know it is there. And that is how the Holy Spirit is. It might look like as though he's not there. But he is the camouflage power. Very powerful. We can't see, we can't feel him, but he is there. And when he is there and he comes in, in us, we allow him to use us. We can do things that we ourselves get surprised. Hey, I thought I, I will never be able to do this. I'm able to do this. Because of the power of the Holy Spirit. And when this passage we read, we find Jesus' ministry. So when Gamaliel said that, Gamaliel was wise. Because he, he knew, if Jesus is really from God, you are fighting against God. And that's why he said like that. And Jesus was in the flesh. And many people thought, he's in the flesh. Oh, in the flesh, he'll just come and he'll go away. Just like any other leader who came. But no. We find from the very beginning of his ministry itself, in fact, the very beginning of his conceiving itself, the Holy Spirit was there. We'll see that later. The conceiving itself, Holy Spirit, then we see in uh, Luke 4, uh, verse 1 and 2, it says, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit. And then verse 14 says, He returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit. Then in verse 18 it says, He reads a passage from the book of Isaiah, the Spirit of the Lord upon me, the Holy Spirit. So powerful. So powerful. There are a lot of things happening in our country. And when people of God, I tell you a unity that has never been seen in this country among Christians, you can see it now. Now with all these problems happening in Sabah, Sarawak and down, down here, you'll find that the unity of prayer is becoming so powerful. Very powerful. And whenever God's people get together and pray, do you know? And when they go in tongues and they pray, you know what's the power of the Holy Spirit? It's tremendous. It's just, it's so much energy. Morning, now we have three people who come. So this one of these boys who come and he prays together. Uh, he said, I don't know why morning when I come and sit in the service, it's so cold at the back. But here, when we come and pray, it's the same, the big aircon is on. But I don't feel cold like that. In fact, I'm sweating a little bit. I said, because we are pre preaching, uh, speaking in tongues and going on for so long, there's so much energy there. Even the aircon, how cold the aircon could be, you'll start sweat, sweating. Because there's so much energy, so much power when we go in tongues. So the Holy Spirit. You and I might look to people, we are just ordinary people. But the one who is in us is very powerful. The one that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. And the one that is in you, the Holy Spirit, is so 
powerful. Very powerful. Beyond our understanding. Beyond our imagination. Now, the Holy Spirit, we find that He was very active even in the time of the Old Testament. The Old Testament time when we see He was active, but day of Pentecost was very different because everybody got access to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was poured upon everyone. But before that, in the Old Testament, you find in selected situations, the Holy Spirit will come with power. So today I've prepared, I've asked 11 people to come up and they'll be coming up. Give a hand, please. Some time ago, somebody told me, Pastor, nowadays you don't have illustration. So today, I thought it's time to have illustration. You'll be wondering what is divine doing here. She's like the rose among the thorns. <laughs> okay. In the Old Testament, when we read and see, are we putting it up? Do you also have it there? Can I have another mic, please? The Holy Spirit, like the atom, proton, neutron, and electron, you'll find the Holy Spirit is like the electron. The electron, if you see, it moves very fast. And the Holy Spirit actually is so much activity in the Holy Spirit. So much, so much, so much. That's why in the book of Genesis, you find that the Holy Spirit, when it's mentioned there, the Spirit of God hovering over the waters. That means the speed, like as though a plane as it's is coming down to land. You can see if you're sitting near the window, you can see how fast it's coming down to get, make that touchdown. The Holy Spirit moving over the, hovering over the waters. So you find that the Holy Spirit, the first mention of the Holy Spirit is Uh, we will have the readers first. The readers will read for us. Okay. We need another mic. Can we have another mic there?
Okay, we'll have the passage read. The passage is found in Exodus chapter 31, verses 1 to 5. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, See, I have called by name Belzilal, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. And I have filled him with the Spirit of God, in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship, to design artistic works, to work in gold, in silver, in bronze, in cutting jewels for setting, in carving wood, and to work in all manner of workmanship. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm Bezela. I'm filled with the Spirit of God, with skill, ability, and knowledge in all kinds of craft. Okay. See, today, when you th see, think of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, you see, this is the very first mention we find uh, where it is written, I have filled Bezalel with the Spirit of God and with skill, ability, knowledge. That means, you see, eh, today the skill, when we talk of skill, you can find today in the Christian world, there's a lot of people with a lot of skill that is given. The Holy Spirit gives us skill gives us how to do things, how to get new, fresh ideas. And there's a lot of ministries that I know uh, where we find that the Holy Spirit is very powerfully leading, giving ideas, having people was very specialized. They have not gone for training, but the Holy Spirit have trained them. So the Holy Spirit can do that. The second person, second one please. Is found in Numbers chapter 11, verses 13 to 17. Where can I get meat for all these people? They keep wailing to me, give us meat to eat. I cannot carry all these people by myself. The burden is too heavy for me. If this is how you are going to treat me, put me to death right now. If I have found favor in your eyes, and do not let me face my own view. The Lord said to Moses, Bring me seventy of the Israeli elders who are known to you as leaders and officials among the people. Have them come to the tent of meeting and they, that they may stand there with you. I will come down and speak with you there and I will take of the spirit that is on you and put the spirit on them. They will help you carry the burden of the people so that you will not have to carry it alone. I am Moses. God has taken his spirit that is on me and put the spirit on them, the 70 of the elders. Lord, don't want to give a hand also. Uh. You see, Moses was telling to God, I can't handle these people anymore. But God said, I will take the spirit from you and pass it on to 70. And today, the Holy Spirit, do you know, Gamaliel said, if this is origin from man, it will die. But the, the, uh, God's people can never die. The, the faith in Jesus, Jesus, they cannot kill him again. Because he already, they killed him once and he's alive. You cannot kill him again anymore. He's alive. 
And as long as alive, the church will always be alive. And the church will not be a stagnant church, it will be a growing church. So, we find that God is doing the same thing. He's putting the Spirit of God on people and giving the responsibility that they all will do the same work. I remember many years ago when I read about Pastor Cho Yong's church. He used to have about nearly 100 pastors. And it seems the people, when they come for counseling, for prayer, they are very happy with any of the pastors simply because he was very strict with his pastors in the sense of prayer life and uh, holiness. So they were all like him. So the people felt so comfortable that they went to any pastors, they felt like as though going to Pastor Cho Yongi. And here we find the Spirit of God. God takes His Spirit and He puts on the 70. And the 70 people are operating just like Moses. Can we give a hand to the Lord? Today you and I have this Holy Spirit in us. Very powerful. Okay, the next person. Next person is Gideon. Judges 6, 11 to 16 and verse 34. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat down under the terebinth tree, which was in Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abrazite. While his son Gideon threshed wheat in the winepress in order to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, you mighty men of valor. Gideon said to him, O my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? So he said to him, O my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. Verse 34, but the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon. Then he blew the trumpet, and the Abyssalites gathered behind him. I am Gideon. The Spirit of the Lord came upon me. I blew the trumpet. You know, this trumpet is not just ordinary trumpet. You know what trumpet is then? The trumpet for war. The trumpet for war. And who was Gideon? Gideon was just a farmer. Hiding and uh, try to uh, save whatever wheat you could save for the people. And the angel comes and addresses him. You know what? Oh, mighty warrior. You know, you and I will think, I am nothing, man. I am a worm. But the Lord will say, no, oh, mighty warrior. Because he sees the potential of the Holy Spirit in you. You know, you and me. The potential of the Holy Spirit is much, much, much greater. We ourselves do not know. The power of the Holy Spirit because He is in us. Hallelujah. Okay, the next person. Found in 1 Samuel 16, 13. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, 
the spirit of the Lord came upon David in power. Samuel then went to Ramah. I am David. The spirit of the Lord came upon me in power. He was only a shepherd boy. And so reluctantly, the father didn't want to bring him in front of Samuel the prophet. But Samuel knew, God was telling him, no, 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 not all this. These people all, all got uh, army training. No, there's another one more. Bring him. And that was David. When the spirit of the Lord came upon, when Samuel anointed him with oil to be a king, he was anointed. The spirit of the Lord came upon him in power. Power. This word power, you know, in the Greek is um, dunamis. The word dynamo comes from the word dunamis. The word dynamite also comes from this word. And uh, if you all remember, those is bicycle used to use the dynamo. As long you cycle, the light will come bright. If not, it will dim. It's power. So much power. Okay. The next. The next is found in Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 20. You also gave your good spirit to instruct them and did not withhold your manna from their mouth and gave them water for their thirst. I am Nehemiah. You gave your good spirit to instruct them. See, the Holy Spirit is addressed as the good spirit. He's not a bad spirit. He's a good spirit. And the Holy Spirit is always there to instruct. That's why in the book of John, Gospel of John, we find that the Holy Spirit will teach us. He's a teacher. He will teach us. He'll bring into remembrance of all that Jesus said. He's a teacher. Okay, the next. Is found in Isaiah 44, verse 3. For I will pour water on the thirsty land and the streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. I am Isaiah. God will pour out his spirit on their offsprings. Isaiah and Joel tells almost the same things. So, I mean, we'll come to the next one afterwards. But we'll find that Isaiah says, a prophecy of the Holy Spirit in the days to come. And today, do you know, we are living in that days that the prophecy was said. That time the prophecy was not fulfilled yet. The Holy Spirit was not poured out. But today you and I are living in the poured out days of the Holy Spirit. Can we give a hand to the Lord? You know how privileged we are. We are real, real, real privileged people. Hallelujah. Okay. The next is found in Joel 2.28. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. I am Joel. God will pour out his spirit on all people. Yes. Joel and Isaiah said the same thing. But they were at different times, but yet they said the same prophecy. You know why? The prophecy coming from the same God. 
Hallelujah. There's so much unity in the tri- triune God, you know, not uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You can never see them contradi- contradict each other. They are so strong and close together. And that's so wonderful. Okay, the next, the next, uh, oh yes, it's, it's no more in the screen, I think. No more in the screen. Okay, now, the ones that are no more in the screens, screen is the one you'll find that there's still a lot of mention about the Holy Spirit. And the next one will be Samson. Judges 13, 24 to 25. The woman gave birth to a boy and named him Samson. He grew and the Lord blessed him. And the spirit of the Lord began to stir him while he was in Mahanedan between Zorah and Eshtol. Okay. There's a mic. Just... <laughs> Hello, I am Samson. <laughs> Sorry, from year onwards, <laughs> from year onwards, actually, it was too short notice because today only I met them and I gave them the script. So I was not able to give them a script. So they are only they can mention their names. <laughs> but what is so special about Samson? Samson, you find that the verse that was read, it says the Spirit of the Lord began to stir him. Okay, God had a plan that Samson's life had to be like that, where Delilah had to come and cut the hair. But finally, he was a judge, simply because he finally defeated the enemies. In the end, when his eyesight, everything was gone, he said, God, give me strength, and the strength of the Lord came. He pushed the pillars, and what happened? All of them died. Okay? So, he is recognized as a judge. But the Spirit of God came upon him and stirred him. This word stirring, you know, not the Holy Spirit who is in us, he stirs us. It doesn't mean that if you, if you and I are baptized and speaking in tongues, that sometimes we won't fall into our old habitual sin. Let's be, let's face facts and see, and, and, and face facts and, and it's true that sometimes people do fall. But the falling is not the big thing. You know what is the more bigger thing? Is the bouncing back and coming back. That is the bigger thing. The thing is when they bounce and come back, that bouncing and coming back again, maybe a little bit they have fallen. They realize they were, were standing very well. Suddenly something happened and they fell. But suddenly the Holy Spirit will start to stir their heart and they will bounce back. All of you are staring at me. Like I'm telling something out of this world. Isn't it out of the world or is it of the world? It is true, isn't it? The important thing is the bouncing back that is more important. The other day I was... Um, Sharing with Nelson. You know, the jet planes... Don't, don't mind standing, huh? Okay, a little while, huh? Okay. 
the jet planes those days the jet normally works it sucks in air and that's why it gets the power to move so they will have this big uh, fans blades but those days what what was happening lot of aircraft uh, were going were falling down simply because sometimes birds will come and they will go in they get stuck the engine will start to burn and then the the plane will just drop like a stone there was you see this is true because i saw a documentary there was one german i think so she is german a german lady engineer who came up with a special kind of a metal alloy and that metal alloy they used for the blade and it's just like the normal blade it goes if a bird comes in the bird will go in but the bird zoop, will get burnt finish but you know what happened to the blade because the alloy was a very special alloy that she invented that will go out of shape but it won't break it'll come back it'll bounce back do you know when the holy spirit is in, in you and me sometimes we fall but the falling is not the big thing not staying in the ground there for long the more important thing is what to bounce back and the holy spirit stirring that is what happened to to you samson <laughs> samson failed in a way but samson came back again and finally he achieved what god wanted him to do can we give a hand to the lord next one is you have a verse yes zechariah 4 verse 6 so he answered and said to me this is the word of the lord to zerubbabel not by might nor by power but by my spirit says the lord of hosts i am prophet zechariah <laughs> give a hand at the time when we was worried god is telling don't worry it's not by might it's not by power but by my spirit of the lord you see god's spirit when god's spirit comes there even the the scenario could be very bad everything like as a total failure but when god's spirit is there it will all turn change jesus stood on the boat he was for a little while trying to just have a short nap and the disciples came and woke him up and the storm was there and then jesus just goes up and stands on the boat what did he say peace be still and immediately everything come down when the spirit of the lord comes they find not by might not by power but by the spirit of god Amen. hallelujah another hand to the lord hallelujah and very interesting the next luke chapter 1 verse 34 to 35 how will this be mary asked the angel since i am a virgin the angel answered The Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. 
So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. I'm Mary. What are you supposed to do? Can you read the, the second line again? Verse 35. Okay, all. From 34. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. The, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of God. You see, the word power of God, you can find in many verses, is always connected with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, power of God. Holy Spirit, power of God. In Acts 1 verse 8 also you will find the same thing. Jesus said, wait. And then you'll receive the Holy Spirit. Then you'll witness with power. Power. The word power is always attached with the Holy Spirit. And like I said, camouflage power. I mean, we look like ordinary people. But the one who in us is a dynamo, dynamic, uh, sorry, dynamite. Explosive. C5. Is it C5? C4, C5. <laughs> C4, C5 or C6, whatever. Explosive. Much more powerful than that is the Holy Spirit. Let us give a hand to the Holy Spirit. Remember people, the Holy Spirit is in you. Can you look at the person next to you and say, the Holy Spirit is in you. Okay. And the last one. Acts 7.55 But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. The first martyr in the early church. And the first martyr. I am Stephen. To even be a martyr, you have to be full of the Holy Spirit. Because it's not a flesh thing being a martyr. It is a God thing being a martyr. Not everybody has to be a martyr, don't worry. God knows who. But if you are the one, the Holy Spirit will be there. Hallelujah, you don't have to worry anything. The Holy Spirit will be there. Can, you, can we give a hand to all of them? Thank you. I'll take it down. Take it. Isaiah 63 verse 10. And 1 Corinthians 3 verse 16. Isaiah 63 verse 10. And 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16. Yet they rebelled and grieved by the Holy Spirit. So he turned and became their enemy, and he himself fought against them. Please, please read that again. Yet they rebelled and grieved by the Holy Spirit. They rebelled and they grieved the... Grieved his Holy Spirit. Grieved his Holy Spirit. So he turned and became their enemy... And he himself fought against them. In Ephesians 
we also find the same thing. The Holy Spirit is very sensitive. Although we have seen all this, he's so, so, so powerful, but he's very sensitive. And that's why we must also be very careful now, hearing, when we hear him, we must just obey him. That's very important. Don't push. Don't put, uh, uh, later I will do, do it immediately. Follow the Holy Spirit and we will see him how he's guiding our life. And the other verse is 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16, and 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? 619. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? God's Spirit lives in you in verse, uh, chapter, uh, 1 Corinthians 3.16. He lives in you, every one of us. The Holy Spirit lives in us. The powerful Holy Spirit lives in us. Not just a little bit uh, power, all powerful Holy Spirit lives in us. And then the other verse says, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And we must understand this, that He is there. Many times, sometimes we feel I am alone, nobody there. No, you are never alone because God, Holy Spirit is with you, is with me. God the Father dealt with the people. Then He sent His Son because People must believe in him to be saved. Then Jesus said, I will not leave you as orphans. Just think and see how much love God has for us. How much care he has for us. That he's made sure that there's somebody always with us. And today, the person who's with us is the Holy Spirit. And we must recognize the Holy Spirit. If we get up in the morning, talk to the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to be with you the rest of the day. Talk with him and begin the day with him. Don't begin with anything else, but talk with the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is a person. We don't address the Holy Spirit as a it. We address him as a he. He is a person. And when we start to address him, you will find that he will start to very precisely guide us and lead us. Shall we all stand? Hallelujah. God, Holy Spirit, come, God, Holy Spirit. Today, come and meet your people. Fill each one of us, yes, the Lord, with your anointing. You are so real. You are so powerful. But you are also so gentle. You can be grieved so easily. Lord, in our life, Lord, we have grieved you. Please forgive us. Please forgive us, the Lord. We need you, O Lord. We need you, God, Holy Spirit. We need you in our life. Without you, in our own strength, we can't do anything, O Lord. We need you, God, Holy Spirit. Yes, O Lord. Today, the message is all about you, O Lord. How important you are. Yes, O Lord. And we need you, O Lord. Yes, O Lord. There are a lot of things, O Lord. Yes, O Lord, that you want us to do. 
and on our own strength we can't do it but only with the power of the holy spirit people around must know oh lord that lord our faith in jesus is not a human origin oh god it is not a human origin but lord it is from god himself and people must see oh lord yes oh lord signs wonders miracles healing happening oh god god holy spirit come and move move in our lives move in our church move in our land move in this land of malaysia yes oh lord we need your move oh god yes oh lord yes oh lord yes oh lord we just surrender even as we stand here we surrender speak to the holy spirit as you're standing speak to the holy spirit call upon him tell him how much you need him even as we sing the song let it be a prayer be filled to the holy spirit Oh, 
Those of you who want to bounce back, maybe in your life you have slipped and fell down, or maybe neglected your prayer life, your Bible reading, your closeness, you have gone a bit far. This is the time the Holy Spirit is here. Ask God to forgive you. Ask the Holy Spirit to come back, come in your life. Tell I give myself to you, God, Holy Spirit. Please continue to lead me. King David says in Psalm 51, God, don't take the Holy Spirit away from me. King David knew that he, he cannot continue his life. If the Holy Spirit is not there, he cannot continue his life. That's why he says in that Psalm, God, don't take the Holy Spirit away from me. And today, if your life is like that, come, the Lord will forgive you. And give back your life to the Lord. Ask the Holy Spirit to come and take full control. Let my body be the temple. Come, Holy Spirit, live in me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill me. Fill me. Ask the Holy Spirit to fill you. Fill you to the free men overflow. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. 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 I'm reaching for your heart. It's me, and 
worship you in spirit and in truth. I worship you in spirit and in truth. Worship you in spirit and in truth. Alleluia. Alleluia. Receive. Receive the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is moving very powerfully here. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for God, Holy Spirit. I want to commit every person here into your hands. Yes, the Lord. Those who have come here with some sicknesses in their body, in pain, oh Lord, right now, we take authority in the name of Jesus. We stand on the promises that by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. We stand on that promise and rebuke that pain. Rebuke that sickness. Command it to get out right now. Yes, O Lord. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Dear brother, dear sister in Christ, be healed in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Yes, O Lord. Yes, O Lord. Father, we pray for everyone. We pray for each one. Yes, O Lord. Their personal life, their family life. Yes, O Lord. Their workplace or college or wherever, Lord. Yes, O Lord, that you will protect your children. God, Holy Spirit, that you will continue to guide each one, O Lord. Yes, O Lord. Give wisdom, O God. Yes, O Lord. In every decision, yes, O Lord, that you will continue to guide and lead. Yes, O Lord. And most of all, O Lord, yes, O Lord, use us to be witnesses for you. Witnesses for you. And wherever opportunity comes, O Lord, to pray, where people have asked us to pray, not to be afraid, not to shy, yes, O Lord, but give boldness, yes, O Lord, to pray in the name of Jesus. And when, Lord, that prayer is prayed in your name, Lord, answer that prayer. Yes, O Lord. Yes, O Lord. Yes, O Lord. Answer that prayer, O Lord. Oh, that sick person, O Lord, be healed. Yes, O Lord. And whatever problem, O Lord, yes, O Lord, the problem, flee. Whatever evil spirits, flee in the name of Jesus. Yes, O Lord. Answer, O God. We want to thank you for this day. Thank you for your powerful presence with us. And even as we leave this place and go, God, Holy Spirit, that your presence will go forth with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated.